learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership, insight, and advice. Welcome to season two of She Leads Podcast, leadership empowerment for women of color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Sandra Brooks. Sandra Brooks is a wife, mother of four, author, and entrepreneur. Born and raised in San Jose, California, her passions are women empowerment, social justice, improving voter outcomes, and civic engagement in communities of color. She is also an appointed commissioner of the Santa Clara County Commission on the Status of Women and Girls, chair of the Justice and Advocacy Committee, and elected delegate for the California Democratic Party. In 2017, Chandra launched the Socialpreneur, a purpose-driven business that prepares potential candidates to get ready to run for political office and coaches women to get on a mission to change the world by building leadership within their company, business, and or community. Paired with a book titled Black, Brown, and Political, Get Informed, Get Empowered, and Change the World. In 2013, Sandra received the Portrait of Success Award from the Hispanic Development Corporation. And in 2014, the Activist of the Year Award from Latinos Action Media, LAM. In 2015, Sandra was named one of the most influential women in Silicon Valley from the Silicon Valley Business Journal and inducted into the Eastside Unified High School District Hall of Fame. And in 2016, named Woman of the Year from 100 Black Women of Silicon Valley and Latina with Vision Award from New York Life. Then in 2017, she received the Leadership Award from the California League of United Latin American Citizens. Since the launch of The Socialpreneur, Sandra has featured in the Huffington Post and Modern Latina magazine and dozens of online web shows and podcasts highlighting the message of civic engagement in women in leadership. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Chandra Brooks. Chandra, I read your bio and I love how your company mentors women to own their power and leadership, which is definitely a perfect fit for this platform. So kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so Chandra, I'd like to thank you for taking time to be a guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you for having me, Nicole. I really appreciate this opportunity. This is right up my alley. My focus is supporting and empowering and uplifting women of color to lead. Awesome. Great. All right. So now let's talk about leadership. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree? Yes, I do agree because somebody's watching you. Somebody's always watching. So I definitely agree with that for sure. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? 
Well, I started working at a young age because I was a teen mom and I wanted to help other teen moms. So I started working in a nonprofit organization and the CEO must have seen something inside of me and he gave me leadership positions very quickly as a young new person, you know, in the, in her career and always believed in me and seen something inside of me that I didn't see inside of me myself at the time. So I was able to rise up pretty quickly in the organization. So I I owe a whole lot to him for noticing that, but that's kind of where I've kind of realized that I had something as a leader and it was working. Okay. All right. (laughs) So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Chandra, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? My code of leadership, I would say there are no gatekeepers. There are no gatekeepers and you create your own opportunities. If you want to run for office, if you want to take a position and go after a position, go after it. Not asking for permission. I would say that that is my code of leadership. I like that. Don't ask for permission. Just do it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. But Chandra, can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? I agree with you completely that failure is a lesson. And upon my journey in leadership, I've failed many times. And they've either, at the time, I, was, I didn't feel like it was a lesson, but it always ended up being a lesson and it always was the best thing to happen. So, you know, if I made a mistake, it just taught me how to do it better. You know, it taught me, okay, you made a failure in choosing this person to help you. Okay, you're not going to work with somebody like that again. You know, so you just kind of learn at the time, you don't realize it. And this is what I want to tell other women is that, It might seem at that moment that you're like very angry at yourself on why did I do that and I screwed up. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a lesson or a blessing and teach you something or be the best thing that ever happened to you. Yes, I totally agree. And it does take getting over that initial anger and upset of the situation to actually look at it and reflect upon it and see what good came out of it as a result. Right, right. Okay, so thank you. So Sandra, can you share one time you failed as a leader and what you learned from the experience that helped you to become a better leader? There was just one time that I decided to jump in to run for a position that I probably wasn't ready for. And I was listening to other people and I was listening to them telling me, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And I think it was more for their benefit than mine. And I think that it just kind of affected my leadership in a way where I wasn't, I wasn't being aware of the people that I should have been listening to. And rather I was listening to people that I shouldn't have been listening to. So I think doing that and not following my gut at the time. So I always tell people to follow your gut. If it doesn't feel right, then don't do it. If it feels good, then go for it. But that's a mistake that I've made, not following my gut. Okay. I like that. So I heard a few things. So knowing who to listen to and who not to listen to at a particular time, as well as following your gut. So thanks for that. Yes. Okay. So do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? I feel 
it's harder because of the way business, the way government has worked for so long. It's been a patriarchal world, right? Where the men are the CEOs, the men are on the board of directors, the men are in political office, the majority. And so this is the way we were raised, even in the household, that the men are the leaders. So we're programmed to not think that it's our place to lead and also to feel that we have to take the back seat to their leadership. So I think that, you know, it is harder because we have to sometimes prove ourselves a little bit more and we're seen in different light. Uh, we're seen as, you know, a little harsher or, you know, of, of a leader, but a man can seem very strong. But to us, we are, you know, they just can't deal with us because we're too hard, uh, you know, as a leader. And so I think that we're just looked at in two different ways, but we're leading in the same way. So I think that it is very hard for women, and just to give an example, and women that are running for office and wanting to take leadership roles, it takes about seven times for a woman to be asked to run for office and a man one time before they say, okay, I'm going to do it. Wow. So if you look at that, that confidence level, it's, you know, we have to be convinced over and over again that we are capable of doing it. So I think it's more internal for us you know, the issues that we have to get over in our mind, our confidence, our skill, you know, or being confident in our skill before we take that leap. So I, I think definitely it's a challenge for women to take leadership because of all these stigmas and because of all these misconceptions and because of our own beliefs that it, it affects us in our leadership. Okay. And I heard a few things there and I definitely agree. I think you started off talking about just from history. And I actually read an article recently that tells people to draw a leader. And I forget the exact statistic, but I know it's mm -hmm. in probably the 90% that they always draw a man. Mm -hmm. So yeah, in reference to that and as as well in reference to as a woman, when you stand up and you are authoritative, you're looked at negatively as opposed to a man who does the same. So right. I do agree. Thanks for that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Mm -hmm. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Mm -hmm. Chandra, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? Yes, definitely, is uh, wake up early. <laughs> the <laughs> that's, that's two. I'm going to give a just two, just two. If you can, try to be an early riser and get most done in the morning when you have no distractions and then when everybody's asleep and you're able to, you know, I find for me, and I know it's a struggle for people who aren't morning people, is to get up early and knock out a good two to three hours of work, you get the most work done. And that's based on my experience. So waking up as early as possible, if you can, and be able to have some quiet time to yourself and be able to prioritize some really important things to get done in those two to three hours before everybody wakes up. The second thing is time blocking is really blocking out your time in your whole work week. As an entrepreneur, I have to do that because if I don't, I get very distracted throughout the day. I want to go wash clothes. I want to go wash the dishes. I want to go, you know, in my room and clean my room. And I, you know, I have to really say, okay, on Mondays, it's what I do is content creation or I'm creating this. And I cut off my Facebook. I cut off my, any social media in order to do that. So it's like from nine to 11, I'm creating content from 11 to one. I'm making phone calls, client calls, and you know, blocking out the time 
and scheduling everything, even your exercise, you know, scheduling your exercise and putting it in your calendar. That's the best way to keep yourself organized is to calendar everything. Okay. Thanks for that. Yes. People like me who are night owls have a problem with that um, (laughs) rising early, but I do agree that it is beneficial as well as time blocking. Those are great tips. Yes. Okay. So Sandra, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? Yeah. I think that I went to go sit down with a local elected official, a well-respected woman, and this was a couple of years ago. And she, you know, was like, Chandra, you know, there were some issues going on in the community. She's like, you don't realize how influential your voice is. And this is, you know, you need to take a position on this and you need to stand for this. You need to do this because this is important. And if you do, other people are going to follow. So her telling me that and having kind of her believe in me and her see that in me that I didn't see in myself, it was a blessing. And I think that, you know, it was another growth opportunity for me to kind of own my leadership again and having people to remind me, although I state this all the time, right? I preach this, like, go for it. Don't wait for anybody to give you permission. Just go. I still have a whole lot of self-doubt. So I need mentors and coaches like that to say, you are more influential than you think. You think your influence is right here, but you're, you know, and I'm just kind of expanding in the space saying that you think, you know, it's to a certain level, but your leadership is really larger than that. And your influence is larger. So kind of giving that reassurance from a mentor was a blessing to me to hear that. So it's to lead into mentorship is so important as a leader is to, we still need leaders. You know, we're leaders, but we have, there's people that have been there and done that, what we're doing now. So find those people that you really want to be like, those people that you admire and see if they'll mentor you or get a really good coach and have a really good coach that you see yourself in their light and you want to follow behind in their footsteps and, you know, work with them because those are the people that can give you the right feedback in order to tell you, okay, you don't do this or do that or think about this and think about that. So it's great to have mentors that can do some self-reflection with and understand the direction you're going as a leader. Thank you. Yes, I totally agree. It is easier to pour into others sometimes than to see things in yourself or have that confidence that we do need people to pour into us so that we can then pour into others and continue that cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life? Yeah, just like I said earlier, like there are no gatekeepers. I remember a mentor of mine said that when I was thinking about doing something and she was like, there's no gatekeepers, Chandra. So go for it. Just do it. You know, we always like, wait, oh, it's not my turn or I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do this. And, you know, she would just like, just do it. Just go. Just go, you know, and and you'll learn whether, right? It's either going to be a lesson or a blessing at the end of the day. And as long as you're not hurting anybody, then you're going to learn from this. And you're either like, it's going to be a lesson or a blessing at the end of the day. So that's how I take it. And this is one of the things that has stuck with me for forever is that there are no gatekeepers to your leadership or to your life. You create that. You create those opportunities and and you go for them. 
Okay, thank you. Yes, so you don't need anyone to tell you what to do. Mm-mm. Okay, so you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? I feel good. I feel good. This is what I do. I love talking about this and I love encouraging and motivating and inspiring women specifically to own their power, own their leadership and just run with it. So I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you again for being my guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Yeah. So, you know, I have a website, Chandra-Brooks.com. I specifically, what I do is coach women to, well, not coach women, coach individuals to get ready to run for political office and lead within their community or government or business. But I have a book, it's on Amazon called Black, Brown and Political, Get Informed, Get Empowered and Change the Game. And that's pretty much, I'm on Instagram as, as Chandra 77 and Facebook as The Socialpreneur. Okay. All right. Well, thank you again. We appreciate you and your insight. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. I really enjoyed this interview with Sandra. I love Sandra's passion to support and empower women of color to lead. As Sandra stated, there are no gatekeepers We have to create our own opportunities and go after what we want without asking for permission. Our success is up to us and we must have the confidence needed to move forward with our dreams, plans, and goals. Successful leaders don't wait for opportunities. They create them. I admire Sandra's organizational skills. Scheduling everything you do requires discipline, which Sandra has mastered. Scheduling allows you to achieve your goals and priorities in the time you have available. According to Sandra, the best way to stay organized is to calendar everything. If your goal is to be productive, then scheduling is a must. I can relate to Sandra being a teen mom, as I myself was also a teenage parent. Having a daughter at 17 changed my life in many ways. Ironically for me, becoming a parent actually gave me a drive that I did not have prior to. Of course, this is not ideal, and I'm definitely not promoting teenage pregnancy. What I am saying is regardless of the obstacle, you can overcome and excel if you are determined to do so. Sandra did not let becoming a teenage parent stop her greatness and neither did I. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Sandra gave great advice to aid in decision-making, which was to trust your gut. As Sandra stated, if it doesn't feel right, then don't do it. And if it does feel right, then go for it. My takeaway for this week is to trust my gut, which honestly, sometimes I fail to do. Using your intuition is vital in making the best decisions for your life. While it's good to seek advice and input, you have to be careful to not blindly follow the desires other people have for you. Trust yourself and trust your gut. An anonymous quote reads, pay attention to your gut feelings. No matter how good something looks, if it doesn't feel right, walk away.
And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. We want to hear from you. We would love to know your thoughts about leadership empowerment with Sandra Brooks. What did you learn? What did you agree with? What did you like? Or you can tell us what you did not like, what you do not agree with, or what you think should be changed. Go to Facebook at Sheely's Podcast and let us know. Respondents will be entered into a random drawing for a Genius is Common t-shirt. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.